you know, but I don't know where this man was, but he, he shows me a picture. He, no, he was, yes, he was in Jamaica. He shows me a picture and goes, Hey, look at this. And I look at this man's phone and it is a picture of him. You are now listening to the Sweet Nostalgia Podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode excited to be back. Always excited to be back. Today, you know, it's no advice. It's no story time. Today, I think I'm just going to talk about turn-ons and turn-offs. The icks and the yays, I guess. I don't I don't know. We need to we got ick, we need to come up with another one for turn-on. But I'm excited about today's episode. You know, I wasn't really feeling the whole vibe of giving advice or, you know, story time today. Which Love that. We'll be going back to that. That's still the vibe. But today, it's just not the vibe. I just want to talk about things that I like and I don't like. I don't know. I'm just feeling that type of day where I just want to, like, talk about my opinions. I don't know. I mean, I guess this, that's this whole podcast. But, I mean, to be honest, it really does have something to do with my guilty pleasure of watching reality TV, like dating shows. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you hate them, sorry, but I don't. I love them. And yes, I know some of them are toxic, if not all. And, you know, they're twisting the story, whatever. But, like, this is for entertainment. And, like, I'm entertained, it worked. It worked really well. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. If you look, if you think about it, people that are on the reality TV shows, normally they're like the dating shows. I'm talking about like Love Island, Too Out to Handle, you know, those. They're like essentially regular people or maybe probably, I guess, maybe some of them are like influencers on some of the episodes. I don't know. But, you know, they're pretty much like normal people and then they might do like a little bit of modeling or whatever. And then they get on these shows. And then of course that like skyrockets, you know, their opportunities and stuff like with exposure and stuff. But normally a lot of them like will call themselves entertainers. You know, they won't say like I'm an actress or whatever. Um, and it's because like, they're like, no, I am an entertainer. Like, I mean, reality TV star is like kind of worse, you know, like I feel like a lot of people don't like that term. I'm not saying that's bad for me, um, but I'm just saying in general, like I feel like I've seen reality TV stars kind of shade that name and kind of be like, no, I don't want to be considered that, which I get. But at the end of the day, like I feel like they call themselves entertainers and I'm fucking entertained. I love it. Um, and I may or may not binge watch episodes, maybe time and time again, maybe normally. I mean, depends on my mood, but when I watch them, of course, it's probably also because I've been single for a while, okay? My love life right now is not that interesting. Like, I'm just so focused on myself and what I need to do that, like, it's not that I'm shutting love down and, like, I don't want it. Of course, it'd be nice, but... Like, right now, I'm like, okay, well, if you're not really, like, showing me anything that's worth seeing, then, like, I'm not going to waste my time. And so it's boring over here, you know? 
my streets are pretty, pretty boring. <laughs> you know, I don't really, I don't know. The, the gates are closed on my street right now. Um, but I think I love watching these shows because obviously they, okay. But I just think that watching those shows, <laughs> like, of course I formulate my opinion. Like, you know, it makes me be like, mm, see, like this, this is exactly why, like, I don't play that or blah, blah, blah. And then other times I'm like, oh, see, like, this is the type of energy I want. You know, I mean, come on, everyone does it. Even if you're in a relationship, even if you're not, like, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to watch it. And of course, like, that's the whole point of you watching it is to like, figure out like, what couple do you like? What couple do you not like? You know, who do you think should go home? Whatever. I mean, on some of the shows where it at least Love Island, like, you know, you can vote on there <laughs> to really send people home. So yeah, of course, that's like the whole point. But every time I watch it, I just, of course, am like adding things to my ick list and like my journal list. <laughs> I don't know. But I've been binging it, you know, the past few weekends. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an episode about this because some of these some of these things need to be said. You know, they need to be put out into the universe again, like, you know, I always do. But I just want to see if people have the same opinions as me. And if you don't, but if you don't, then, oh, well. So, you know, I don't want to do like two parts of this. Like, I don't want to do what I like and then everything I don't like. Like, I kind of want to go back and forth to kind of paint the picture of like, you know, what annoys me. And I don't know, like, I feel like recently, because maybe it's because, you know, we're all getting older people are starting to get married, babies, all that stuff. Like you have this weird 20 something phase where you're kind of just like, am I doing this right or wrong? Like, or am I just <laughs> like, or is it there just no right or wrong? That's like the battle. I feel like that happens in your twenties, like where it lasts the whole fucking decade. I feel like. I'm almost halfway there and it's like, dang, like moments I'm like, I'm doing so great. Like you're, you're a child only, like, you're a baby. It's okay. Like you don't have to have all this stuff together. And then there's other times where I'm like, should I be married with four kids? Like what the hell? Like, am I behind or am I ahead or am I in the middle or is everybody in the middle? Like, and the real answer is, is that everyone doesn't know what they're doing and that everyone's in the middle and there's no right. There's no wrong way to do it. There's not. Okay. So, and I, I grew up in the South. I feel like I have to just keep saying that because like, if you know, you know, like there's just a certain like culture aspect here where it's very normal for people to get married right out of high school, you know, with their high school sweetheart or whatever, have a baby, you know, stay in the hometown and whatever, start a business or, you know, marry a cop or whatever. Like, you know, like that really is just kind of like maybe a Southern small town type of thing. So one, as a woman, like, you know, we're already really raised on that whole pressure of like, you know, like when I would have 
when I would meet people as a kid, which this might be everyone, but when I would meet people as a kid and they would be like, they would say that they were 20, I'd be like, what? whoa, like you're an adult adult 20, you've been out here for two decades. And like, I would assume like, yeah, it would be very normal for you to have like a fiance or husband or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. That's just what I thought, which I don't know if that's something that everyone has. It is not just like a South thing, but yeah, I just kind of thought about that. And I don't know, like when you don't do that is really when you start probably questioning it, but also getting like the comments or kind of just realizing like, okay, this is definitely like a cultural thing. Because if you're not like in a serious relationship, you know, by your mid twenties or engaged, already married or had a kid or have your first house or whatever, like, you know, if you don't have that, it's kind of looked at as like interesting or like, really, are you sure about that? It's like, what do you mean? Am I sure? <laughs> like, I don't one, I don't know. And two, like, yeah, I guess. And it's weird. Like, it's a weird phase where it's kind of like, where should I be? And I think that's completely normal. I think obviously I'm talking about women because I'm a woman, but of course this could, this may relate like to men in a way of just feeling pressured or feeling like you have to have everything done and this, this, and that by whatever certain age and feeling kind of the pressure of that. So, I mean, it's similar, just kind of different ways or versions, but yeah, recently I've just had a lot of conversations where people would kind of be like, oh, well, like, you know, what are you looking for? Or like, oh, like, what's your type or whatever? And I'm like, like, I used to just say, like, no, I don't have a type. Like, you know, I just kind of see if I connect with someone, which it's like, baby, who am I fooling? Yes, you do got a type. And and yeah, like, I don't know. My friends, family, everyone likes to make the joke of like me being picky. I'm not picky, really. It's more like I'm just careful with who I spend my time with or like give myself to, which it's like that shouldn't really be considered picky. Like, I feel like when you say picky, that gives like picky eater vibes, like chicken fingers and fries everywhere you go vibes of like, oh, like you're so headstrong that you won't steer near away from any, you know, that's what picky gives me like that word. I don't like it because that's just what it gives me. So when people say I'm picky, I'm like, uh, don't do that because like I'm a lover. I just don't let the shit slide. That's if y'all let slide and it's okay. You know, I love me some, I love, I love you know, Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean slide. Love it. But there's only going to be certain things, you know, I'm not, I'm not about to just let you do what you think is okay to do when it's not okay to do. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, I just want to talk about the things I like. And one thing that I like, I don't care, call it old fashioned, call it old school. It's just gentlemen. Like be like, it's sad. Like this shouldn't even be on here. Like, let's be honest. The Come on, like the level is at the floor, baby, because I mean, I feel like it should be a normal human trait to be nice. (laughs) But hey, I get it. You know, not everybody's like that. People go through things, whatever, whatever, whatever. But 
I'm the type of person where I watch like, I don't know. I feel like I do notice a lot of things. Like I notice everything, but I'm like a people watcher. Like I like to watch body language and stuff. And I feel like it just tells a lot about a person, whether you want to believe it or not. I just think that like you can, people like to say what they like to say because you're consciously talking. So you kind of most of the time are aware of what's, you know, coming out of your mouth and what you're trying to communicate verbally. But I think when it comes to body language, all of that comes naturally and people don't really like people are subconsciously doing things with their body when things are, you know, being done. Like whether it's you telling a lie, whether it's you telling the truth, whether it's you're acting like you're not nervous, but you are, or acting like you're like upset, but you're not, I don't know. I don't think, I just think that. And I'm the type of person where like, if I go on a date, like if you ask me on a date and I go, I'm going to pay attention to like, are you going to open the door? And like, not just for me, because I can't open my own door for the ones that are going to comment what equal rights and equal fights. Fuck (laughs) y'all. No, I just mean like, even for other people, you know, like I'm not saying you got to stay in there for 10 minutes and open the door for, you know, the field trip. I mean, that'd be nice, but I'm just saying I kind of pay attention if like someone, if I'm on a date with you, but you're not only, you know, being mindful of like being respectful and nice to me, but you're doing it to like strangers or like, you know, an elderly person or whatever. Like if you see somebody drop something, like get it. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's how I was raised. And like, that's the type of people that I've grown up around for the most part. And I think that's like natural, you know, like my dad's like that. My brother's like that. Like my sister's like that. My mom's like that. I'm like, like, I don't know. That's how I was raised. And like the people that I hang out with, I'm not going to hang out with people that are just like rude or pieces of shit. You know, I mean, I've lived and learned, but I try not to like have people and friends in my life that are rude and stuff. And yeah, I remember one time I didn't think it was like, like I said, I thought it was the bare minimum, but I remember one time I was, I went on a date years ago. Don't even remember what this person looked like or who they were to be completely honest, but that just means that it wasn't a good date. Okay. It doesn't mean anything about them. It just means maybe nothing, nothing stuck in that mind of mine. But I do remember from that date that someone dropped something. Like I think the girl in front of us dropped her like lip gloss or something. And I, and it like fell kind of like behind me and it like rolled, you know, and I'm standing there with him and like it rolled and we both watched it roll and he didn't even flinch to get it. Like, but I wasn't even like, before I was paying attention to that, like I just went to get it. Like I just picked it up and I was like, Oh, here. She was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. I was like, yeah, no problem. Like girl, you know, just picked up your lips, gloss girl, you know, just a girl, girl. But then when I thought about it, I was like, damn, like he kind of just, <laughs> I'm so sorry if that are your ears. I'm so sorry. I just kind of just had a glimpse of memory of his face because I remember when I did it and I gave it back, I kind of looked, looked back at him because, you know, he was just like watching the whole thing, but he looked so awkward. Like he was just sipping his drink and kind of like just didn't move, like had the whole hand in his pocket thing. And like, I don't know if he just felt awkward or what, but I don't know. He looked like he was kind of like in shock. It was kind of weird. And I was like, you okay? And he was like, oh yeah. He was like, I just wasn't expecting you to pick that up. I thought she was going to pick it up. And I was just like, 
the ick is is there. It is the ick has appeared, and it's going to be real hard to remove that stain because I was just like, I mean, damn, like she was wearing a dress and shit too. Like I think that was more another thing I was being mindful of. But yeah, I was just kind of like, okay, that's kind of. I don't know. You can say I'm a bitch or not, but I feel like the little the little things tell me so much about someone. I'm not going to pay attention to like the big flashy things that you're trying to like put out there into the world and like show them. Like not I'm not looking at the persona. Like I look at people of like like I want to see you. Like who are you? Like what was your favorite thing for school lunch? <laughs> back in 2005 like I want to know that person maybe it's a Scorpio moon maybe it's just me being crazy but I'm that type of person I don't like I'm like it's cute like of course I want to see the persona that you put out into the world and like I want to see you know of course what you want was that a was that a British accent what the hell just came out of my mouth of course you want to have like a version of yourself that you present to the world not saying that's bad not at all especially if you have like a respectful one where you care about not like you care too much about your image but you care enough to be like respectful and be like look like I'm not a bad person you know like I respect you you respect me but it is also like okay but behind that like who are you (laughs) like let me see and little things like that kind of show a peek of who someone is I like, I don't know. I don't know if this is just, I don't know if this is something that only straight women can like relate to. And I'm only saying that because like I said, I go on dates with men. So I don't know how it would be with like another girl or someone like, I don't know if I feel like the vibe would be completely different. Like, of course can literally ask, but I'm just saying, I don't know how that perspective is but I know that normally like sometimes going on dates which is why I just don't like going on dates like if I if I go on a date I just want it to be like fun like I just wanted to have a good time just because like then it's not even as much pressure as like me falling in love with you like I feel like sometimes dates feel like job interviews and I don't know if anyone else can relate but it's like I don't want to see your resume I'm just like I'm just really enjoying this chips and salsa I'm really enjoying it and I want you to be enjoying it. Like, and I want us to like talk about, oh fuck. Sorry again, but I feel like sometimes dates just kind of feel very transactional, like job interviewee. And it's kind of like weird because it's like one like, why do you think I would like this? Like, do you think I want to go to every date feeling like I want a job interview? Like, girl, like, who looks forward to job interviews? Like, you know, you look forward to them because, of course, you're like, I want the job. But it's still, like, kind of nerve-wracking because it's just like, oh, I have to, like, act like not – like, you want to act like yourself, but you feel like you're kind of being extra watched and paid attention to and, like – someone's selling you something like if I have to talk to you and you feel like you're selling me something like or if I feel like you're trying to sell me something whether that's like you or like the idea to date you whatever it's just not like that's not natural like this is not natural this is not chemistry at all because I don't even know what this is I feel like I should have a script in front of me and 
that's why I don't like going on dates a lot because it's a lot of that. It's a lot of like, like, I, okay, there's a difference between getting to know someone and like asking questions, but like, stop, don't ask me like job interview questions. Like, don't sit there and be like, so where are you from? And I'm like, oh, like I'm from here. Like, you know, that's fine. Normal. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's like, well, what do you like to do in your free time? I'm like, I mean, you know, I like to do this and this and stuff like that. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. So in your relationships, like what was a past problem that you think led to the, it? like, I'm like, what are you, why are you asking me like these, like, why can't this conversation just flow naturally? Like, why are you just like, bam, 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 like ask me questions like and these are things that I know the answers to, but right now I feel so put on the spot because I'm thinking like, this isn't a job interview. If anything, this is the opposite. Like, and now I feel weird. It's just weird. Weird. I remember another time I went to a fucking, I don't even want to say it. I went to a frat house when I lived in this town one time in school and it was a friend's frat house, and that was really the only reason I went because I'm not, not I'm not shading the the bros or the sisses, but obviously everyone's aware of like the type of culture that sometimes frats can bring, whether the stereotype is real or fake. Um, but I remember I went, and like I said, I only went because I like knew one of the brothers, and I was like close with them, went to high school, whatever. So I was like, yeah, you know, this is fine. And we went and one, let's just say, there was a lot of mixture. You know, there was, there was a little bit of mixture and, um, of people. And it was a nice frat house or whatever. And I remember I walked in with my friend who also happened to be biracial. And, like, she's white and black. And we went in. And it's kind of like, I don't know, the reaction was like weird. It was like, it felt like elephants walked into the room, but not like a scary reaction. Like it looked like they were like intrigued, but it was scary because we were like just little old us. And then a line of frat brothers that are like in, you know, drinking beer and doing frat things. And I remember when we went in like another one of the, people like in the frats like one other person we knew um and they like started talking to us and when they started talking they were like oh like this is I don't know his roommate or something I don't know I don't remember really like that whole part but he was like yeah this is such and such and I was like oh it's nice to meet you like you know I'm Brittany and she was like you know I'm such a such and they were like oh it's so nice to meet you like you know you ladies look amazing tonight we're like thanks queen <laughs> that's what we, I wanted to say but I was like oh thanks and then like another brother came up and you know this person was like oh this is such and such and I was like nice and then another brother and I'm not joking it went from like zero to a hundred and like when I tell you I was I was uncomfortable and it wasn't because they were making me like 
sexually uncomfortable or anything like that. Like the eyes were definitely like, you know, when people look at you like you're naked, like they like they look at you so hard that you're like, no, I feel like you can't see my clothes right now. That's how hard you're looking at me. Like you see right through them. I was getting those looks, you know, but what was weird was like, (laughs) it was like, hi, nice to meet you, like handshake vibe, which is like fine. You know, that's not really the frat vibe, you know, more like a dap up or whatever. But it, it was just weird. And and I was just like, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Then all of a sudden it's like, OK, I've done introduced myself to like five people and, it, and like I'm shaking my hand. Like, I feel like I'm at the White House meeting. So like it, it started to go like from, hey, nice to meet you, chill to like, oh, my gosh. Like and then I remember I, I like look at my friend and she's also kind of like looking at me like big eyed like uh-huh. and I was like yeah mm-hmm. and this guy whips out his phone and goes oh Brittany I have to show you this you know this is a guy like three guys before you know so that I've met so I'm like yeah whatever your name is because I just made seven of y'all so now I don't remember and he turns his phone and shows me a picture now now look The activity he was doing, it sounds fun. You know, I don't know how, you know, good it is for the animals involved, you know, but I don't know where this man was, but he, he shows me a picture. He, no, he was, yes, he was in Jamaica. He shows me a picture and goes, Hey, look at this. And I look at this man's phone and it is a picture of him riding a dolphin. Riding a dolphin like yes like I don't know if SeaWorld does this fuck SeaWorld but like the whole SeaWorld like I think where you can like hold on to their back of their fins or you can like stand up with like a boogie board I don't know but he shows me this picture so just imagine you're there and you're with your friend and you know there's one guy you know and then six of his frat brothers surrounding you that you do not know that you just met like professionally shook hands with type of energy And he shows me this picture of him riding a dolphin and goes, check this out. This was at our last holiday vacation in Jamaica. We took out my uncle's yacht. I hope y'all heard that clock because that's what was going on in my head. I was, I buffered. Like I, I real life buffered. I did not know what, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? Like, because, yeah, it's cool that you went to Jamaica. Hell yeah, want to go. It's cool that your uncle has a fucking yacht, obviously. Good job, unk. But it's the, it's the, I met you 10 seconds ago. And, like, is this the form of spitting game? Like, I was like, I mean, I, yeah, I see where this could work on, on girl, like, on people. I know this could work on other types of people where they're going to be like, oh, I heard Jamaica and yacht. That's all I heard. You're with me. And now we are going to lay in the bed together. Like, I, I get that. I definitely know some people that probably would have been like, great. All the other brothers, you're dismissed. But it just was like, what do I say? And then also you have all your other frat brothers around me, like all, which I mean, it was five, but y'all that was like, that's intimidating. Like, I'm, look, I'm not that tall, and I like to act like I'm tall. I'm not. And 
being, you know, meeting someone that's tall is fine. Like, whatever. It's cool, like, you know, when you're shaking your hands. But when you are surrounded by five grown men that are wearing vineyard vines and stuff and that are drunk and on other stuff and they're professionally meeting you, not even spitting game, like, like you know, like, they're not like, hey, yo, mama, like, you look good, hey, whatever. You know, that's not the vibe here. They're like... like trying to like it felt bachelor at vibe it was giving like love me hey look at me i'm over here i got a yacht and then other guys like well fucking i got a motorcycle bitch and i got a trust fund like it was giving that energy and yeah i i'm took i'm gonna be completely honest too like i don't even think i played it off like i really don't think i knew what to say and i kind of just was like wow And I'm pretty sure I said it in that exact tone because what else was I supposed to say? And it was just weird. Like, it was just the, it was the, I met you and then five seconds, let me go find this picture of me riding this dolphin real quick. This will really get her ass. It was that. And it was funny. Like, it was really funny. And then, yeah, his other people were like, yeah, like, you know, um, I went on y'all in Greece one time it was just weird. And I remember I just tried to exit that conversation so fast. Like after the dolphin got pulled out, I was like, what did the, what did the dolphin do to get brought up right now? Like, don't even bring the dolphin up. (laughs) Poor dolphin. You should be in the ocean living his best life. What are you doing? Trying to sell me with this damn dolphin uncle Jamaica shit. Like, yeah, it does sound like a vibe. Not going to lie, but no, it didn't work. It didn't work. Um, And I think, you know, this is a perfect transition into my first ick, which is the opposite of gentlemen, just assholes. That's not cute. Like, like, yes, I get the sarcastic, like, respectful asshole gig is charming. I get it. Because it's like, it's more of like a, I don't give a fuck, but I'm respectful. You know, I don't give a fuck, but I respect women that I don't give her fucked, but I'm not homophobic. Like those ass that's different. That's just like a person that's just like strong minded. That's like, look, I don't give a fuck, but I do give a fuck about the things that I'm supposed to give a fuck about. And though those people are hot, not all of them, but some of those people are hot, but I'm talking about just the asshole, butthole people. The people that just are dicks, like the people that like bully they like don't know when to like stop those people get the fuck get the fuck who and who the fuck do you think you are also that's another question that like is also who are who what what are you doing what's going on up there because i know you know that i know that you're not talking to me or anyone else like that so what are you doing? Are you like pushing away trauma? Are you self-sabotaging? What's going on? Let's really talk about it. Let's dig deep because there's no reason for anyone to just be an asshole to anyone. Like even a stranger. What? What are you doing? Stop. I don't know. Like the town I grew up in, I know it's not going to be the same when I move and everything, of course, Like, you know, it's going to be different everywhere. But, like, that's something that I loved is more, like, just the Southern hospitality of, like, 
you know, you walk into a store and someone looks at you and smiles, you look at them and smile or, you know, you, you know, they say, Hey, or you say, Hey, I don't know. That's how I was raised. That's what's normal for me. And I love that. And I'm used to that. And I didn't really realize how much I appreciated it until I like traveled and I was like, Oh, you bitches are rude, which it doesn't happen a lot to me. But it still does happen where, like, someone will look at me and, like, normally, you know, in the good old South, you know, if you look at me, like, if, we might, if we're going down the aisle and we make eye contact, that, like, sets off a sensor in my Southern hospitality that's, like, smile. And then the other person is, like, smile because it's like, oh, well, like, you know, you didn't do nothing. You're looking for the Doritos. I'm looking for the Takis. We we didn't mean to bump into each other. We didn't mean to cross the paths. But since we did, hey, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing today? How's your grandkids? I don't know. I mean, it is a small town. that You probably know them. You might know. They might be your cousin. That also is a thing. But I love that. Like, I love if you walk in and it's just like, hey, hey. Like, ew. Like, if I'm on a, ew, if I'm on a date with you and, you know, I, like, accidentally hit someone's car or something, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, no, it's no problem at all. Like, I love your shoes. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. I love your eye, whatever. Like, if we have a small conversation like that, whatever, in passing, if you just stand there with a bitch face or if you just stand there and be rude and you don't say or smile or do anything back, like, even if you're antisocial and you don't, you know, you don't want to be the one to, like, you know, order your meal or something. I get it. I'll be, the, I'll order your meal, baby. I'll order it. What do you want? <laughs> How do you want your your steak cooked? What do you want me to tell them? Ketchup on the side, on it? What What do you want? If you need that, like, that's a different thing. Like, if, if you're kind of shy that way. But if you're just going to stay in there and, like, look like a bitch, like, you're just going to stay in there and be like, ill, like, look like, why are you talking to them? Why am I here with you? You know, that's another question that I could have asked myself. Why are you acting like that? I just think that there's no reason to act like that towards strangers. Like, there's no reason to act like that, period. But like, hey, I get it. If you if they're a bitch and you want to be a bitch back, hey, karma, do it. Do what you got to do. Serve them. Reap what you sow. But I don't like when people are just buttholes. And like, I think especially heterosexual men sometimes, I'm not saying all of y'all, so don't leave. <laughs> don't leave I'm not bullying y'all I'm just saying from my experience I don't date women so I can't say well when I date women but I'm saying from my experience and what I've seen is sometimes people or guys like they like to do the show off like asshole bit to get the girl's attention but like for me that's the quickest way for me to like get physically ill at the sight of you if I meet you and we're in a group of friends. One, like I said, I pay attention. So even if I haven't walked up to you, like I'm going to kind of peep how, you know, like who I'm walking up to, like how you're acting before I walk up. One, safety. Two, like that's just how I am. So if I like pull up and you seem like kind of shy and like, you know, you're like, you know, on Instagram. And then the second you see a female specimen, someone with a uterus, you like, start being like yeah shut the fuck up kyle because you're a bitch remember that time and you farted and you kissed the girl and it was your first kiss and it was like in front of everyone and then like you fell and then you busted your head open and had to get st- why why do y'all exist why do y'all do that 
why would you just like those people that embarrass their friends? And this doesn't honestly, now that I think about it, like, no, it doesn't even go romantically. Of course, I'm talking about like my romantic turn ons and turn offs. But this is also friend wise. If you're that bitch or if you're that person, if you're that bitch, you're that nigga that does that. Stop immediately. Close your eyes and listen to God because God is telling you to stop. Why are you doing that? Why do you have to embarrass someone else? To make you look cool because right now it honestly is putting more of more attention on the person that you're bullying. Like now I'm going to look at Kyle and be like, oh, my God, Kyle, like, come here. <laughs> like, that's good. not I'm not going to do that. But that's the energy that I'm going to have because I'm going to be like, bro, fuck this guy. Who? Why? Are you, Kyle, why are you hanging out with this person? I don't even know you, Kyle. But like, I care about you more than this fucking person. Why are they trying to embarrass you? Fuck them embarrass them back don't let don't let them talk to you like that I don't like that and it was definitely like middle school energy like I feel like all throughout middle school every person that I interacted with was like like that was just the energy I don't know maybe it was the hormones from the puberty or from the chicken the food I don't know but it was definitely some energy going on where that just was the vibe for so long and it was sucked ass I was like not looking forward to the to those days I was like, I can't do it today, love. I can't do it. Like, I'm tired of fucking silent lunch because one boy wants to show off and shove chicken tenders down his throat, and then his friend does it double, and now they got in the fight because he's mad, and we all got... Like, I was just not looking forward to those times. So if you are a grown-ass man and you act like that, that's how you look. You immediately go from 6'1", cute NBA player type, body type fine to a sixth grader that is fucking wearing basketball shorts every single day and a fucking skull t-shirt that is just causing a ruckus in every single fucking classroom and if you wore that so sorry it just came to me so (laughs) no judgment it was no thought into that I really was kind of giving like the Andy's bully from Toy Story I don't know. But I just also remembered that every little boy in school that was like an asshole or was always in trouble would wear different colored basketball shorts every single day to school. Anyways, on to the next thing that I love and I appreciate is just a secure man. We love it. Security. Okay. Like, and I mean the ones that don't care how you dress or who you're friends with. They're not too jealous or overbearing. Like, because that is disgusting. Because I know you know that I did not come from your balls. Therefore, I have a father. Therefore, if my own father is not going to yell at me because I'm a grown-ass woman at what I wear, you really think that your ass is whoa who who gave you that ego who said that that was gonna happen because it ain't gonna happen here Uh uh-uh no 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 stop men women people of the world stop telling your significant others how to dress okay let's stop let's leave that in fucking 1970 
Okay. Honestly, I was going to say 20 something though. Let's leave that back into the 17, I mean, <laughs> 1700s, the fucking not early 1900s where women were fucking uh, dress up dolls and just sat in the house with the fucking bacon pan and that's all they were good for. You know, we're going to leave that back there because, because stop. Who the fuck are you? If you want to tell somebody how to dress, have some kids. And even when you have some kids, chill out. <laughs> chill out. Let them be them. Now, obviously, wear stuff appropriate because I don't know about y'all, but I saw that fucking fifth grade graduation video that went viral on TikTok and I was shook it to the core. Why the hell are y'all wearing Fashion Nova for your fifth grade graduation? Baby, if I showed if I showed a shoulder, I might have got lucky. I might get lucky. Why are y'all wearing? If y'all haven't seen the video, just look it up. I actually don't look it up because these children don't need to be wearing. I was just so shocked. A teacher, and I saw the video when the teacher posted it. Of course, it's taken down and stuff now, as it should. But it was just weird. Like, she took a video of her kids with their fifth grade graduation outfits. Now, the video itself, that concept, fine. I get it. Like, for sure, that's your class. You know, those are your babies. They're moving on to the next level. That's good. It was the outfits of, it was the parents that I was questioning. It was the parents. It was not the teacher. It was the parents because why are y'all buying your, how old are you in the in the fifth grade? Like, 11, 10? Why why the fuck do they have a Fashion Nova bodycon dress on with stripper heels for the fifth grade? Fifth, five, cinco, five. The one that's after four. The fifth grade graduation is beyond me. I, and then the worst part is, is like I saw a video, like in the video there was one girl that had like this spaghetti strapped bodycon dress on that had like lace all the way down the back. And then she had on a white tank top underneath. <laughs> first off, fashion abol abomination. First of all, 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 I'm not picking on a little girl. First of all, because I'm not, it's not, I'm not talking about the children because the children they can't dress themselves. And the reason why they can't is because you allow them to leave the house. So therefore, if I was ever wearing something that I should not have been wearing, there, it didn't matter. I can wear it where to the, I can wear it to the refrigerator. I can wear, I can strut that bitch down to the refrigerator, but guess who's not leaving that house wearing it? Me. So why, why did y'all see the outfit? Even if, if they picked it out, even worse, if they picked it out, CPS, all I'm saying but if the children picked it out, which is fun, I get it. You know, they probably got older sisters or like a mom that's a little baddie and they see it and they're like, oh, I want to wear that dress, girl. You wore it to the club because you look good. Yeah, that's fine. But you're you're in fifth grade. You're in fifth grade. No, ma'am. No. no mm -mm. Why, why were they? Why did you get them in the car? Take, put them, drive them, get them out the car, drop them off at school. And you saw all of that. You saw the outfit plenty of times and there's plenty of options. There was, I, even if I tried to be slick and like put a hoodie on, which I wasn't one of those girls because I know me, 
I'm going to go at the end of the day. I'm going to forget to put that damn hoodie on. And then I'm going to get picked up in a different outfit. And my mom's going to be like, oh. So I didn't even try that shit. And I was the youngest, too. So it was more like, you know, if they can't get away with it, I ain't going to try it. But I remember, like, yeah, like, I don't know. That's just how it was for me. I remember girls would do that all the time. They would, like, get their hoodie and, like, put it on, like, you know, in the morning. And then act like they were going to wear that shit all day. Like, especially in North Carolina, baby, what? It's 32 degrees in the morning. And then it is 89 by the time you clock out for the day at school. So, Honestly, you weren't going to wear that hoodie. But then they would like, you know, be like, oh, my mom's coming out to put the hoodie back on because I wasn't supposed to wear this or whatever. And even if I tried that, my dad or my mom probably would have taken the shirt off their fucking back and been like, well, that's what you're fucking wearing. And I'm going to make sure that your teacher makes sure you keep it on. Like, yeah, my, my, like they're not going to have me as a child wearing inappropriate shit. That's no. I, oh, my gosh. I'm just. I'm sorry I went on that rant, but that shit was wild. I just was, because I was like, what grade? What grade? Because I couldn't wear that for senior pictures. I remember for senior pictures, people were saying, like, they were measuring, they were trying to measure dresses. This ain't, it's the weekend. It is the weekend. We only here to take senior pictures. Why, why you got to measure my dress for the two people that are also scheduled for this time to get their pictures to see? what is going on? Like they're picky about that. No, like skimpy, whatever. And I'm like, y'all were in that in fifth grade. What the fuck are you going to wear when you walk across the stage for graduation? Pacey's in a thong. What is happening? And it's the parents fault because why are y'all allowing your children who are children? Yes. They want to grow up fast. Of course. Didn't we all, but you know that they don't need to do that. And I don't know. I would look back and be like, mama, you, you let me wear this double zero body con mini dress with sequence stilettos five inch to fifth grade. I'm only going to sixth grade, baby. I'm only going to sixth. I'm not going to fucking Turks and Caicos for my graduation party. What the hell? Parents. Mm-mm. And, and older siblings. If your parents aren't doing it, come on, come on. You let you let them borrow that dress? Come on, what the fuck's going on? Anyways, sorry, I got passionate. I got passionate. I get passionate about the children because people, stop sexualizing children. That's a whole nother discussion. That's the last thing I'm going to say. I'm not going to go on that rant. But like, let them be kids. Let them wear the fucking unicorn dress from Target. Like everybody else in my grade was wearing. I wasn't wearing that. My mom was like, you're not wearing that. You're wearing children's plays, bitch, justice. You know, I was feeling like a baddie. But still, it was still cute. Like, of course, I would get jealous and be like, damn, I want to wear the rainbow sequence fucking train dress for my graduation with the unicorn horn sticking out the front. Like, you know, that was cool. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all wearing? What are y'all wearing? Anyways, speaking of that, um, maybe those are the parents that try to control. I mean, no, obviously, they don't give a fuck. So there's an opposite. But yeah, the men... The people, even if you're not dating a man, whoever you're dating, if they're trying to say that's too skimpy, okay, you're too insecure. You're too insecure because at the end of the day, like, I don't know. I know personally, me, I dress for me. I dr- And I honestly dress what's comfortable. Like, you're not really going to find me 
like, unless I feel bold that night and I'm like, no, you're the main character tonight. You have to wear this uncomfortable bodysuit and these heels because you're the main character and Beyonce does it. And she has to push through the pain. You can push through it. Like, I have to hype myself up. Like, you see that whole pep talk? That's what I have to do to really, like, put that shit on because I'm a comfy person. I would much rather wear a cute little bralette crop top with some parachute pants and some shoes or something, you know, because it's comfy. I look cute, but I can also do what I got to do, you know, do what I do. Got to do meaning fucking like if I got to run, I can run. If I want to dance, I can dance and not have to worry about things falling out and slipping out and stuff. But I dance like I, I dance for me. I dance for me. No, I dress for me. I dress whatever I think makes me feel comfortable. So as my man, I would expect you to not be like, you're a whore. Take that off. Like, I would expect you to more be like, yeah, you're my girl and you're a baddie and you look good in fucking anything. And I don't give a fuck what you're wearing because all I know is that no one's going to touch or bother you in an inappropriate way to make you feel inappropriate because you're my baby and you look fly and they can look, but they can't touch. That's the energy that I need. And you're insecure if you can't be like that. Cause what are you scared? You don't want me to go out there? Why? You don't want me to wear the dress? Because I'm going to get hit on by other people? Well, I don't cheat on you, so I'm not going to hit on them back. And they're like, no, because I just I don't want the attention. Oh, are you scared? You can't fight? What What is it? Well, like, seriously. Seriously. No. What's wrong? Like, why? Like, why is it this big of a deal for me to wear this? It shouldn't be. And it's not. I will say, you know, I've definitely had some questionable dates. I've definitely had some questionable exes, but I will say I've never been with someone like that. And that is something that I will never do. I'm sorry. I don't know. They say never say never. But like if you literally to any future man, to my future man, don't try it. Don't try it. Don't try it. Okay. Because I have a brother and I have a dad who are already going to say, hmm. You're a grown woman, so you can wear it. But this might not be my favorite outfit, but you can wear it because I don't control you or your body. So if if my family can do it, guess what? You can. And you will if you're my man. You know, you're not going to be sitting here. Why are you hanging out with him? But Rebecca is a slut. She kissed two boys that one night. Okay, and I'm not Rebecca. I just hang out with Rebecca. I don't know. I just don't, like, shut up. I'm not over there telling you, don't wear those gray sweatpants, right? Don't wear those. The girls are going to be looking. I don't want them to be looking at you. I don't give a fuck if they look at you. I don't. Announcement. I don't care. I'm just I, like, we're too grown. We're too grown for this. We're not children. I don't want you to wear that. And I don't want you to fucking make comments like that. And it makes me not want to be with you. <laughs> like. Just stop. Let people live their life. I don't care if uh, I I really don't like I'm the type of person. I'm the type of person. I do not care if a girl is looking at my man. If anything, it makes me happier because I'm like, right. Isn't he cute? And isn't he mine? And all you know, like if a girl literally if she disrespects me enough where I'm sitting at dinner 
And a girl walks up to our table where I'm sitting across from my man holding hands, right? We're looking at each other's eyes. We're in love. And this girl walks up, sees this, and goes to my man and starts to talk and, and doesn't say nothing to me. I'm the type of girl... I'm not going to smash the fucking chair over her head. I know I know some of y'all might have been like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. And do you, sis? Because that is disrespectful. But for me, I'm not, and I'm not saying y'all are insecure, but in my opinion, I'm secure enough. And I would hope that I, well, if I am in a relationship, we're secure enough to the point where if that girl walks up to you and hits on you in front of me, I don't want to or have to say anything because I expect my man to have the bulls enough to be like, not interested. Or just say, ew, <laughs> maybe not ill or maybe ill, honestly, ill. That would that would get him. That would get him lucky that night. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm that type of person. And that's because I'm secure in myself. I don't care about her. I don't, like if she, sh if she flashed her titties at the table, I'm not, I don't, I'm not looking at her. I'm looking at you. Okay. I'm looking at my man. I'm going to look how you react. Like how you react is all that matters to me. I don't care because girls are going to do it either way. It does not matter who you date. I mean, not even just girls. Sorry. I mean, people in general, I'm just saying from my perspective, like with, you know, other women, you know, when you're in relationships or when you're talking to people like, yeah, people always want what other people have. So it's expected for your boyfriend or girlfriend to be tempted. What the fuck do you think? There's no relationship where no one, I don't know any relationship that no one was ever tempted. Like, and I don't mean tempted as in like you fell for it. I mean, like, as in someone tried to get you to cheat on your significant other or hit on you when you were with someone or whatever like temptation's gonna happen one is gonna happen because it's gonna be testing the relationship like let's see how strong this shit it really is but it's like who gives a fuck like i'm i'm secure i don't i don't care about her i don't i don't give a fuck what she's doing i don't care if she's bouncing up and down like if you're my man and you love me you shouldn't be like you should respect me enough to not entertain that behavior point blank period that's all i'm gonna say on it too so I expect that back. Like, of course, I expect that, but I give that back. Like, if the same thing happened, I'm not going to, the guy comes up and sees me with, you know, whatever. I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, like, what's your name? I'm not going to do all that. Like, one, that's disrespectful. Like, that's disrespectful to the person I'm in a relationship with. Whether I'm, you know, that person is in front of me or not, I would expect them to act that way and I would act the same way reciprocated energy so yeah um insecure men just stop dating honestly I think you should really build your own confidence up first and love yourself before you should start trying to love other people because then you're going to be self-sabotaging and really just pushing out all those insecurities on them and they don't deserve that so stop um you know, that was something I like. Now, obviously, I don't like immaturity and just people that are just insecure, like, grow up. I'm, you know, I love to laugh. I, I think I'm funny. I, I want a partner that's funny. But being funny and being immature are two different things, two completely different things. And if you don't know the difference, I'm not really the one to tell you. And that should probably give you the answer right there. That should probably give you everything that you're looking at or looking for. So that's one thing.
Um, also, mm, people are going to get angry at this. If you vape, I, I'm sorry. Mm, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. I, that, I mean, it's there's not really that much of an explanation. It's just I don't want, you know, gummy bear, lemonade, unicorn juice, flavored smoke blasting in my face 25 seconds when we're cuddling and shit because you're addicted to a USB cord. I just don't. It's just not for me. OK, there's people out here that don't care. There's there's the girlies that bait, you know, get one of them. Not for me. Something that I think that kind of has died off, but it's, I mean, it still lives on, you know, it still lives on, of course, but it's definitely something like with this whole generation and dating, like, you know, I think everyone has heard about the romance being dead. Is the romance de dead? Is it, is it? I think it is sometimes, but I'm a hopeless romantic at heart. So of course I'm going to believe that, you know, there's still like deep romantic love out there. It's just, I don't know, maybe with this whole social media era, it's like in a different form and it's like weird. Like, you know, people will like love bomb you for like views and shit, but like, and just love bomb you in general. But like, it's not because they like love you and they like really care about you and want to make you happy. It's like, I want views. <laughs> it's like, or I want to manipulate you. <laughs> I want you to think that I love you that much, but I really don't. And I'm going to talk to 15 other girls. That's like the energy that really has been going on lately. And I just don't like that. Like I'm a hopeless romantic. Like I don't know. I just want to do like have fun stuff. Like I don't want to go to dinner on a date. Like I love food. That's now. Now I do. I do love food. I'm not going to pass up a free meal. But if we do dinner, like I want to do dinner and something, you know, like and I'm not saying it has to be like, let's get a dinner and like, let's go on a boat and preferably a yacht and we can like look at the stars like we can literally go on a hiking trail and just sit on the roof and look at the stars and eat snacks like that sounds like a fun date to me like all of course a nice dinner sounds like a good day like of course you know like I don't know I want to do something fun or something that I just want to form memories like I think that's really what it is because some people aren't going to look at fucking looking at stars as fun but I don't care because I do. And I think that it's not about just the looking at stars. Like, I just think that one is about like the conversations you can have, like doing something like that or whatever. Like you can talk about anything. I just, I like that. Like I love activities and like race cars or like, you know, whatever, like go into the park, like amusement park is what I mean. I mean, you a regular park too. That's the vibe. Like those things are always cute, but I just think it's all about like, making memories like no one wants to sit there and watch music videos for 40 minutes stop why is that why are y'all still doing that stop doing that that's not a date that's bullshit <laughs> and it's like and then it's like you expect me to want to come back after that you think I want to come back to watch more music videos I can do that at home I can do that in the car on my lunch break like I can do that anytime like what is this I just want to kind of like, and I don't mind just chilling at the crib, but I just feel like, you know, I don't know. Everyone's lazy. Like, it's weird that, you know, I feel like I've had this conversation before with friends, but like, if you look back at like the guys you've been on like little dates and stuff with, it's like the ones that really stand out are 
is when you do like something really fun or you have like a really cool conversation or whatever. But it's like funny how it's like you could go on dates with like 10 of uh, 10 completely different guys, but have like the same experience for like eight out of 10 of them. You know what I mean? And it's like, who the fuck? Like, are you is like, I know this isn't the Riz that's pulling bitches, because obviously if I didn't come back for the second date, like is people coming back for the second date? Like, are people coming back? Are people enjoying this? Is this working for you? And that's what I started thinking. I'm like, it must have been working. It must have been working for some people because people this is the, like the vibe. Like, this is what everyone wants to do. And I'm like, no, like, let's just have fun. Let's go to a museum. Shit. Why not? Why not? Like, let's just see what the fuck. Let's just talk about something. I don't know. Let's do something. I just, I don't know. I just think it's cute. Like, watching, like, those movies or listening to songs where it's just, like, that deep burning love. Like, who, like, is a beautiful thing. And I think because it has, you know, unfortunately, love is not always positive and people don't want to accept that. People don't want to accept that love is like everything. It's every emotion and it's like every emotion at once and there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. It's not like it's always up, 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 up. And they don't want to do the hard work, you know, when it comes to those down parts of relationships, because it's like that's when, you know, demons start coming up and like, you know, trust issues and trauma. And they're like, wait, wait, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And they bail and self-sabotage. But it's like. You have to remember it's not a walk in the park. It's like a walk down fucking in a jungle. <laughs> I don't know. There's going to be beautiful views. There's going to be nice areas. And there's going to be areas where it's like, oh, shit. The fuck is this? And because of that, I think that nowadays people are just scared to, like, show that romance or, like, that romantic side or really express like feelings and really communicate how they feel because everyone's so guarded and myself included. Like this is obviously like, this is a reason why I did take the time to like kind of be by myself because I was like, I don't want to ruin, I don't want, I don't want to keep going into these relationships and like learning, failing, like, or going in them failing or having these same shitty situations happening. And it like ruined my whole perspective on love because I know that this isn't real love. Like this is just lessons that I have to learn and that's okay. But, like, I know that, you know, true love exists and, you know, having someone that really cares about you and is genuine and you don't have to worry about if you can't trust them or if they're going to lie to you or, you know, like, I think even if the inevitable happens and, you know, shit does hit the fan, I still think that, like, you know, everyone needs to experience that real love. But we're so guarded in everything now. Like, we're so scared to do that. And, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'll be embarrassed if I do that. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't know. Like, I was like, when did it become embarrassing to like show that you like someone? When the fuck did that happen? And whenever that happened, we need to reverse that because that's really like, I don't know. I feel like that's the whole like idea I kind of think of when I think of like just the whole Gen Z and like generation of social media and dating. It's like, you like who wants to not give a fuck the most in a relationship and let's see who breaks first. Like, let's see who admits they have feelings first. And like they, that person looks weak or whatever. I don't know. Like, I know y'all know what I'm talking about because it happens all the time. Even with like ghosting and stuff, it's just like, like you ghost, but you always come back. 
or at least my experience, you know, like it's like ghost and stupid because then you're going to come back around and think shit's sweet and shit's not sweet and you're just not going to get a response. But it's like, it's like, it's to feed your ego. It's to like, Oh, I ghosted her. Yeah. Or I ghosted him. Yeah. Like them, this is like, that's what they fucking get. (laughs) I don't know. I don't get it. What's the mindset? Like I sound stupid because I don't fucking really think like, I don't know. What is it? It's like weird how everyone's so scared to like show that they're like, it's like they're scared of vulnerability and to be vulnerable, but like you have to be vulnerable and to like, to really experience true, like love and like respect and passion. You can't be like, I'm feeling stuff. No, no, no. I'm gonna go wait. And then it's like, Oh, this new connection. Ooh, I like this girl. Ooh, wait, no, no, I'm getting too close. No, 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 I'm going right. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck? You're going to be the one that's fucking 45. Like, damn, I've spent my entire life playing these damn games. And now everyone is settled down. Everyone's married and I want to be settled down. I want to be married, but I feel like I'm too young. I feel like I'm too old. I feel like I'm too this. I'm too like, and it's like, you didn't have to do that. All you have to do is fucking be vulnerable one fucking time. Like all it takes is for you to really like, just be like, this is someone that I trust and I want to be vulnerable with. And then you're good. And then you basically don't want to do that. You're just too scared of what people are going to think. And it's too much. It's just unnecessary and just have to happen. But yeah, it's just, yeah. Stop acting like you don't care. You care. You care. Cause you cared about that. And no text back, or you cared about that girl's night or boy's night, whatever. It's like, you know, you care. So this whole let's date and act like we like each other when we're together and then act like we don't care and like play game, like stop. We're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> We're not going to do that anymore. And I think I'm going to wrap it up, honestly, because one, I could talk about this for a while. And one, I also knew going into this that this was going to be a part two. And I don't think I'm going to do the part two next week. I think I'll do it like later down the road. But yeah, because with this generation, there's plenty of things I can talk about, as you can as you can tell. But Lastly, something that I personally value and think is pretty important, and this is something that I've just kind of realized that I do see important in a relationship would be a good balance between mask and femme energy. Like someone that's in touch with both sides and is not too, 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 too masculine or too, 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 too feminine feminine like and this goes for like i said gender does not apply this is just whoever your partner like masculine and feminine does not have gender attached to it it's literally just like its own characteristics so that's not what i mean but i just mean like for instance guys who like are completely okay with like getting a manicure or a pedicure or like you know like these are the things i'm like kind of talking about like if a guy, when guys do that, like where they show that they don't really care about other people's opinions on like self-care or like hygiene or, you know, like they're like, no, like, yeah, I like to like get my eyebrows like cleaned up or whatever, or my facial, like that's attractive. That's good. Like, I'm glad that you care about that. That's not something to be negative about, but I feel like for so long, or at least where I'm from, you know, it's like, you have to be so masculine and a man and like who cares about fucking 
manicure. Rip the whole nail off. Fuck it and eat it. And then spit it out because you're a man. It's like, calm the fuck down. Like, just wash your hands. How about that? Just wash. Like, you don't even wash your hands. And you're talking about how getting a manicure or pedicure is gay. Mm, you fucking have probably hepatitis on them fingers, bitch. Like, calm down. But, yeah, like, I'm, I mean that energy. And, like, even, obviously, where I live, there's, you, like, you're now starting to see, like, a lot more straight men wearing like nail polish and stuff which like i don't give a fuck about like what the fuck as long as they're not cuter than mine you know then it's fine but it's like that's still something like i said with where i'm from and everything it's like a whoa what's going on and it's like a debate and i'm like why is it a debate though like why does if you have paint on your nails what does that have to do with where your penis goes Cause I didn't, I didn't think there was a correlation. I don't think there is one like thinking about it. And it's like, those are fucking old ratchet stereotype thoughts like that, that need to just go because like being able to have respect for women one and, or being a feminist, like realizing like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, it is harder, you know, when it comes to like women because they really didn't, have control of like, you know, the things that they could do. And like, that's not okay. Like for whenever a man just like knows that, like whenever someone can like know that, which I'm not saying you have to be out in the streets every single day protesting. No, but I mean, for someone to realize that and to have respect for women and to have respect for, you know, and appreciate feminine energy and masculine energy in anyone I think that's so attractive. Like, it's like, thank God. And everyone has their type. I know people that, you know, they love like hard masculine man. They want a man's man, like a grizzly bear man, you know, and that's fine. Like I said, it, everyone is completely, you know, different, has their own opinion. But I just mean for me personally, like I love if someone doesn't make it a big deal if I like want to get my nails done and I'm like, well, you know, you want to get a pedicure, a pedicure, like, you know, if they're like, oh yeah, that, that's fine. I'm gonna be like, oh, I love you. You know, like I don't want to date someone that's like, ew, why, bitch? Why the fuck would you bring that up? Why would I? That's so gay. Like, okay, if you're my man and I'm a woman, how would that make you gay by getting the fucking crust under your nails trimmed away? How, how? How? Like those thoughts, that immaturity we're going to go back to, that insecurity that we're going to go back to. No, that's like, come on. It's not that serious. And yeah, that's something that I've obviously recently like appreciated. But looking back on it, like I feel like, you know, like exes, Y's and stuff, I pretty much, you know, was with people that were pretty like not OCD, but like, you know, they were very like cleanly and like. You know, I don't know. They weren't slobs, which, like I said, bare minimum, probably. But you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like frat house gross vibes where, like, sometimes you walk into a frat house and you're like, bitch, I don't know if I should touch anything in here because everything has chlamydia. I see it with my visible fucking physical eye. I see chlamydia crawling everywhere. And then, you know, there's other ones where you're walking. You're like, oh, this is nice. Y'all, y'all do dishes or do y'all have a maid? Like, what's going on? Those are the, that's the energy that I've always kind of realized that I've been attracted to. But 
now I'm just realizing like more and more that like, I'm like, no, yeah, this is something that I kind of need. You know, I went on a date. I will say, honestly, I think this is, this is what did it. Cause this was the last fucking date I went on. Um, <laughs> and it was a few months ago and I don't even want to say this. Like, I feel like I'm going to get so judged, but y'all don't understand. I did not know this. If I knew this, when I did figure this out, which took me two seconds, it was, it was a wrap. Okay. I'm letting you know that right now. I did not entertain this furthermore, but long story short, I went on, I went on a date with someone, right? And I'm pretty sure they were Andrew Tate supporter. Now, before you turn the podcast off, I was not aware. Okay. I didn't, this wasn't one of those dates where this was someone that I've had multiple conversations with and like got to know before I go. And that's normally how I like to do it because people are just crazy and weird. And like, you know, I I just don't like going. And this is why, like, I learned my lesson, y'all. I learned my lesson. You know, this is why I like to like kind of get to know someone first and like the vibe and have a few conversations before I like meet you in public and like waste my energy and time because this was someone who they were cute and like, you know, they swiped up a few times on some stories, whatever the fuck. But, you know, they did maturely. It's hard for me to say you know, basically just hit me up saying like, yeah, you know, like I think you're attractive and I would love to like, you know, take you out sometime, blah, blah, blah. And you know, that honestly, uh, that is the bare minimum for someone to ask you out like that. Yes, that is the bare minimum. I'm aware of that. However, you know, it is very much the generation of like, let's chill. Leslie, you know, Netflix and chill. What you trying to do? Whatever the fuck energy. And, you know, I kind of respected the fact that he I, like he straight out said it and kind of cut to the chase like he wasn't trying to like beat around the bush. And I was like, you know what? I never do this. Like, but I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And I went and. First things first. He picked me up, which is fine. But like I said, I don't like doing this. I mean, you know, I'm not saying this guy put me in like. He didn't put me in like a physically uncomfortable situation or anything, but well, no, he did in a way, not sexually or anything. But I just mean like I was I was feeling like, okay, I trust him enough to, you know, pick me up, go to this dinner, you know, 20 minutes down the road and then come back. But normally I'm the, I'm the, like, I'll meet you there, bitch, because I'm like, I don't want to be in the car with you. I don't know you. But I was like, you know, I'm feeling different. I was feeling bold. And uh, we see how that ha- turned out. And I went, first things first, the first vibe that I wasn't feeling, this man was acting like we were in a Mario Kart simulation. I do not fuck with. If I'm in the car with you, I'm a life, bitch, and I fucking matter, and you're a life, whoever the driver is, and you matter. Therefore, there is no reason for you to be whipping through these damn cars on this highway going 95 an hour like we have, like I'm giving birth. I'm not in labor. 
And even if I'm in labor, like I would cuss my husband out for doing that because bitch, why you put me in danger and the baby in danger? Like how fucking dare you? Like, I just don't like that. I, I don't like that. Don't put my life in danger, bitch, because I already have trust issues. And once I, once I start getting that energy, I'm like, oh no, this, this person does not care about me. I'm sorry. You can, if you're a speed racer and you're listening to this, like you're so dramatic. That's not what they know that that is exactly because what the fuck, what else are you doing? I'm, I'm putting my life in your hands when I get in the car with you, right? You, you forget that part. So when you decide that we're no longer humans driving on a road and that we're driving down the fucking rainbow chasing fucking stars and shit, I didn't sign up for none of that. I didn't, if I wanted to do that, we can go to the arcade. We could have just taken this date. We could have just taken it to the arcade. We did not have to risk our real lives with your real ass car with these other real ass cars on this real ass interstate what is going on and that was the first thing that i was like fuck no like immediately i did get the ick but i I did let him prove himself and he just got worse and worse and i was like yeah i'm okay i hear you i hear you god i hear you and it's a no for me it was a no when i stepped in the car and he immediately before i even got the seatbelt on was like 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 mm mm-mm I don't know you that I don't know you like that. And you're and you're already breaking my trust. Like, I can't even trust you enough to go to make it to the damn dinner. I can't trust you enough to make it to dinner. How the fuck am I supposed to trust you in a relationship or in anything with my fucking order? Damn, I don't know if I can trust you. And that might be my own trust issues. And that may be something I need to talk to uh, a therapist about. But, you know point blank period is don't put my risk at put my risk at life put my life at risk and that was the first thing he was doing and I was like "Mm, mm." and like I don't want to tell anybody how to drive their own car so I'm not going to say anything but my body and you know face will tell it all and that's all that matters so then we make it to the dinner and stuff and we're talking and you know, it was fine at first. And then, you know, he started talking about like, oh, what music do you like and stuff? So I was telling him the music and he was like bashing everything. And I was like, oh, ooh, ooh, hold on now. Because, yeah, Coachella thing happened. But Frank Ocean is still a very, very talented artist. So if you're saying that he sounds like shit, what else will we have to agree on for this? St- like, what are you? What, mm? And also, like, don't bash what I don't like, because I'm not going to bash what you don't like. Like, you know, if you're like, I love K-pop. Not, whoa, no, I'm not even going to use that example, because I actually do like K-pop, and I just don't even need those people to try to come at me, because I'm not even saying in that way. I'm just trying to say an example of something. Like, if I'm, if this person's like, I don't like, um, or my favorite food, sushi, what's your favorite food? Why the fuck am I going to be a dickhead and be like, ew, sushi? You're, that's like the most disgusting thing I've ever fucking heard, you piece of shit. Why am I going to make it extra? Like, why am I going to put you down for something that you don't like? Like, what? What? And so I was just kind of like, I listened to his playlist of his fucking, mm. let's just say I listened to his playlist that sounded like all the fucking high school rappers that, you know, are all doing the fucking same thing. And I'm sitting there, which I'm not, I'm not hating on high school rappers. I just mean like, you know how sometimes like there's controversies about like this artist sounds like this artist. And like, you know, of course, if you're a big artist, 
normally you're big, but it's because you have to stand out some type of way and be different. So whenever you're similar to another artist, it's like, ooh, they're they're copying this person's flow. They doing this, whatever. And I feel like there's like a phase, or at least in my high school, like there was a phase where, yeah, there was people that rapped and stuff and they were talented. But there's also like the people that just sounded like everyone else. Like you could listen to three songs of three different people, but think that it was the same person because they are doing the same exact thing. And that's the music t- taste that this person was listening to. So I, you know, fakingly hyped up your music and like was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is interesting. I didn't talk shit about your shit. I could have, but I didn't. So don't talk shit about my people, especially Frank. He did nothing to you. So that was one thing where I was like, okay, I don't like how every time I say something, he's like putting it down because like, bitch, do you think that like you're going to put me down? Because I don't like that. And it just kept happening like over little stuff. Then we kept talking. Then for, you know, the conversation weirdly got political, which I'm like, bitch, who the fuck wants to talk about politics on a date? Not me. But he started saying like fucked up shit. Like he started talking about like women's rights and like, you know, this was also around the whole overturn of Roe versus Wade thing. So, you know, Andrew Tate and his little minions were on a, you know, they were really feeling it. And yeah, he kind of was making some comments about that, which normally like, you know, I'm not going to get political on a date, but you're not going to disrespect me or women in general. And, you know, when I say women in general, I am a woman. So I apply to that. Like, you're not going to be saying some off the wall shit like that, like to me and think that I agree because I don't. And yeah, he started saying some like wild ass shit. And I started like making jokes, you know, kind of just being like, oh, like, I didn't know you were an Andrew Tate fan. Like, you know, like joking, you know, like still trying to keep it lighthearted, but also being like, no, bitch, I saw what you I just saw what you just did. And they were like. Well, honestly, like, I just don't really disagree with a lot of the things. I was like, what? I was like, wait, huh? He's like, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think that it was right that he got arrested. I don't think that. I was like, oh my God. And at this point, y'all, yes, I was, I was at the house. Yes, we had pulled in. And yes, after five seconds, I was like, okay, great. Um, I'm glad that I got home safe. I don't think that it was because of you. I think that it was more because of my guardian angels, honestly. Um, you know, but have a good night. You know, I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to say? What do you think as a woman with a uterus? What the fuck am I supposed to say? Yeah, you're right. I don't want to control of my body. I want you to control it because you did a great job at fucking controlling it in the car. You did a great job at keeping it safe on a 20 minute drive. So I have plenty of room to trust you. Like what? But yeah, um, never talk to that guy ever again. Um, yeah. We'll never talk to him again. I just didn't like it. He was saying things. uh, And then he was saying nigga and like he wasn't one. And I was like, ooh, ooh. But it, it, look, he was he was like kind of mixed race. So I thought he was, which I don't care. It would have mattered like on the date. I don't give a fuck. But it was more like I thought he was. And then he was like, oh, like, you know, what's your ethnicity? And I started talking and he started telling me his. And I was like, I missed the the part I missed the African-American part. Where was that? Oh, that wasn't. Oh, the, you, oh you're not. Oh. Okay. Um, And it was like, okay, this is kind of awkward. Because he was like real comfortable saying it. Like real comfortable. And I kind of was like, oh, my, you're, you're really comfortable saying that word. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was 
it was just terrible. It was one of the worst dates I've ever been on. But honestly, I'm not like a serial dater. I don't really like going on dates all the time. Because like I said, they just want to sit around and jack off, you know, Andrew Tate and watch music videos all day. But yeah, that was a time that I went on a date with an Andrew Tate supporter. And um, I honestly never wanted to talk about it again. But, you know, here I am talking about my story and my experience and how I survived and how, you know, just I don't know. For you girls out there, this is the last thing I'm going to close this off with because this has to be said, especially in my town, like where I was raised. I saw this so much. But stop making excuses for your boyfriend's racist, homophobic, transphobic, phobic, phobic, like just ignorant ass behavior. The whole, well, that's not my beliefs. That's his. That's yours, too, because you're telling me you can marry someone like you as a woman. Why would I marry someone? If I'm like, no, I'm a woman and I should have control of my body and do whatever the fuck I want because men can do whatever the fuck they want and get a slap on the wrist. If I can say that and feel that in every part of my body, why the fuck would I even want or be interested in a man that thinks the complete opposite? Like, what where, What world does that make sense? Like, if you're racist or homophobic or whatever, just say that. Stop being like... But it's not me, though. You know, I always loved all the the people. And he just has a different experience. And, like, who am I to change that? His wife? Not saying you should change it. Maybe I'm saying you should change husbands. I don't know. Like, you have four girls. You have four daughters. And you're with an abusive husband who doesn't think women should have rights. That's kind of perfect scenario for him worst scenario for you but yeah like I don't like that I don't like that stop well I'm not racing my boyfriend just says it and I tell him to stop but he's still your boyfriend I don't know but like I said everyone's different and I think maybe for me like I'm just a moral person like I'm a what are your morals type of person like rod for your morals like what is something that you're gonna take with you like what did you learn as a kid like what is going to help you become a better person? And wouldn't you want your partner to be kind of the same where they want to better themselves and the, their partner? So I just don't believe in kind of just being okay with someone that hates, like just because they're bored. So yeah, that's just my opinion. But like I said, if you don't like it, you can scurry off and we'll be just fine over here. But <laughs> I hope you guys like this episode. I feel like I ranted about a whole bunch of just shit, but of course, I hope you guys appreciated it and liked it and yeah, I I just love all the support and stuff that I get and you know, still learning, still learning, still trial and error with this whole podcast thing, but I don't know. I think I'm doing good and I'm just excited to like I said, I'm just so excited to even be doing this. So love you guys so much. Have an amazing day, morning, night, wherever you are. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.